Hello, my friends, and welcome to Lean and Clean with Fitness Chef Christine. I am your host, Christine, who obviously can't get the words out today. And I am joined by Dr. Victoria, and she is just amazing. She has, like the rest of us ladies, have, after our kids are gone, has moved on. And I want to talk about her journey to becoming a PhD in women's studies. Dr. Victoria, why don't you tell us about your journey a little bit? It's called free birding when the kids move out. Like and it. yeah, it was the PhD was always something that I wanted to do. I started it 30 years ago when the, then I then I had kids. And then I had more kids. And then <laughs> I had teenagers. And so it just kept getting pushed back. Right. So when the youngest one moved out, that was it. I was like, that's it. I am finishing this thing and I really did it. I just finished it. And, uh, you know, I dropped down to working part time. I got some travel out of my system, lived in the Caribbean because that was something that I wanted to, wanted to do. And so where did you live in the Caribbean? I lived in Calabria. Okay. I don't know where that is. It's an island off of Puerto Rico. Oh, fine. It's on the north part. Yeah, my sister. <laughs> yeah, so my sister lives down there. Okay. She she's been oh, 16, 17 years. Has a kid. I had a con I had a connection, mm -hmm. which made that a lot easier. To be fair, but it also gave me uh, a beautiful place, relaxed place where I could work on really formulating the prospectus and the premise for my dissertation so I could finish my degree. And so I ended up writing a dissertation on women's perception of perimenopause and menopause and quality of life. And I interviewed a bunch of women and it was very fun and yeah. enlightening on Did some of the things I thought I knew that I didn't. Did you see a lot of commonalities in the struggles that women have? I did. I did. The two most common th themes that popped up was one, women didn't feel like they were being heard by the medical community. That is a very, and, yeah. And that was something I expected. It's something I had experienced and I realized I was not alone. I was interviewing women all around the United States and they were all saying the same thing that either they were being told they're too young, they're too old. They just need to work out more. They need to change their diet. They're fine. And they're like, I, I'm crying. Right. I'm having mood swings. I have joint pain. I have all these things that the doctors were saying, oh, that's not menopause. And it is. Yeah, well, you just have to eat less and move more, eat less and move more. I'm like, can't eat any less. Like, I, I won't be able to survive. Mm -hmm. And so it took me right. my own research to figure it all out. But you're right. The medical community has really failed women. And now I find, I find it yep. they're really advertising to women and selling them the menopause quick fix stuff, which is all not true either. We need somebody like you that has the knowledge to help us sort it all out because there's so much misinformation out there. 
there's a lot of misinformation and and like on my Facebook feed and, and you know Instagram feed, I get a lot of because of course, right. you know, I talk a lot about menopause, I get all those ads. And they all have these women who are super slender and tall. And it's like three percent of the population is naturally built like that. And I'm like, that's just it's dangerous. And one of the things I had found in my research on looking at other studies and research that had been done was there is a lot of disordered eating with older women. Yes. And a lot of that comes from the messages they're getting. Like I said, the doctor told me you just need to eat less and the weight will stop mm-hmm. going on. But that was never really the problem. I was super active. I was eating very little. Actually, I wasn't eating enough. But I think exactly you know, that they're not doctors are not into nutrition. They are not taught women's nutrition or menopausal nutrition. And so they are not. They're just baseline giving the same information to everybody and that's not always applicable and that's why I think it's so cool that you went on to do this kind of study it's so important it is very important and in the background research I did on history of women's health I found that women were not a part of medical research until the 1970s and even then, you could not be of childbearing age. You had to have your husband's permission if you were of childbearing age. And even today, women are in the minority as researchers and as medical research participants. So a lot of these studies on hormone health and aging and all the things that we're going through at this stage in our lives are being done on white men primarily <laughs> and extrapolated for the rest of the community. Right. And Very women's health and women's hormones and nutrition are not part of the standard medical curriculum. They are part of, if you want to study this, they're, they're um, extras that a doctor can, in, in training, can go and study. So it's crazy, fascinating to me that... They don't know. They don't know. Yeah. It's just, I don't understand it. Women is a huge, women are a huge part of the population Mm -hmm. and every woman goes through some form of menopause, some form of life change that you would think Mm -hmm. they would want to get it right. You know that, but that also says that we have to take matters into our own hand. We have to be our own best advocates and come to people we like do. who are the experts and, and get the help that we need. Because if you just suffer along by yourself, the extremes happen. And I'll tell you, I joined some of these menopause groups in Facebook and I had to get out. There's a lot of angry women out there. A lot of women leaving their husbands, a lot of women that are just feeling like the best years are gone and they just are really struggling. Yeah. Yes, they let, are. Let me ask you hypothetically. Actually, yeah. I, have, I have somebody I know, I will call her, Karen for just lack of a anonymous name. She, she is in menopause and she keeps gaining weight no matter what plan she Mm -hmm. follows. She's done macronutrients. She's done um, intermittent fasting. She's done everything you can think of. She's um, a vegetarian, but no matter what she does, no matter what plan she follows, doctor's advice, she went to a nutritionist, she went all these different, she keeps gaining weight. 
This year she gained 30 pounds and she feels like wow. there's nothing she can do. She's fairly active. She, but her muscles and her joints are beat her all the time. And I, I told her, I think she needs to go back to the medical community and find out what the underlying cause of all this pain is, but it's a cycle. You can't exercise mm-hmm. because it hurts so bad and you hurt so bad because you can't exercise. And from a nutrition standpoint, that, that becomes very difficult if you keep gaining weight, it becomes demoralizing. And she's gone through a recent divorce. And I told her cortisol level is probably off the charts. But what, what yeah. do you say to women who are just at the end, they just don't know what to do? I actually, yeah, I went through that. I actually, I went through menopause right before COVID hit. I finished <laughs> and that was my one year mark. And then I got, but, and I really didn't have, bad symptoms. I gained like 10 pounds. Right. It was, it was no big deal. Then I had COVID early on. I had the most amazing hot flashes. They would literally put me flat on my back. I couldn't breathe. And I put on 50 pounds in five weeks. Holy cow. And this is postmenopausal. I was like, what is going on? And then you start because there's nothing. I mean, I have, you know, I've because since COVID, I did develop a little problem with one of my heart valves and asthma, mm-hmm. which will contribute to some of these symptoms, but not to all of them. And my nutrition was on point. Did it just yeah. the hormones off? My hormones, the doctors wouldn't test because they're like, we don't know what hormones to even look at. What? So I ended up paying for my own testing. That's what I did. I, my, I looked at my cortisol levels. I looked at my inflammatory markers. I looked at my liver Yeah. and my thyroid. I checked for Lyme disease. I mean, I did all the things that could be causing me symptoms. And then I moved to the Caribbean. I don't suggest that everybody do this. That's like a good solution. <laughs> I, I literally took myself completely out of the rat race. Mm-hmm. And all I worked on was stress reduction. That's all. I didn't think I was stressed out. Right. But I was like, you know what? All I'm going to do, that's the only thing I haven't done. And we can't find anything Medic- physically that is causing these extreme symptoms. Let me work on mind. So that's what I did. I worked part-time and I worked on my dissertation and I swam with the turtles and I, I How healing went from being super active, hit cycle, all of those really high intense classes seven days a week and and working 16 hour days to working five hours and walking and swimming and breathing. Mm -hmm. My, I didn't lose weight. I lost inches because my inflammatory markers just went down. My inflammation went down. My brain became clearer because I didn't realize how foggy brained I had become. Because you don't notice it yourself half the time. Oh, you're so busy going. And, and this is yeah, really. this is a story I tell all the time. But when I owned the bakery, I would get up at two o'clock in the morning 
go and start the breads, run home at six o'clock in the morning, get my kids ready for school, drive them to school, drop them off, go back to the bakery at three o'clock, go back to Carline, run through Carline, drop them home, go back. I was so busy trying to get everything done that I didn't even think about my nutrition or my health. I like, that was the furthest thing from my mind. My, I kept focusing on the job, the kids, the job. Okay. It was just insanity. And when that all ended and my mom passed away, my whole life just crashed. I gained a ton of weight. I felt horrible. I had all this guilt because I hadn't been with my kids all this time. It was, I just didn't have a clear picture of what was happening in my life until afterwards. And I could totally see how you did the same. Like you just, you're going and going and going and your stress levels up and up and up. And we wonder what is happening to us. Stress can really do a number on the bod. So I'm so glad you did that. Yeah. And I promised myself, I will never put myself in that situation again because it's not worth it. No, it's not worth it. And it's, and my next goal is to get from sleeping to six hours to seven hours. I love it. Because that was the other thing I was, I was sleeping three or four hours. Mm -hmm. I was not sleeping. And when I was sleeping, I was not getting good quality sleep. My little Apple watch was saying, why are you awake all night? Right. You're not getting into REM sleep, which was also causing weight gain. Right. One of my best, because the body was never downloading. Yeah. That's why I started walking outside because being outside and getting that sunshine really helped balance out my melatonin. Just get that, Mm -hmm. soak it all up. But I also found that taking CBD at night finally helped me get like solid rest because I was the same way all the time. Like wide awake in the middle of the night thinking, why am I not sleeping? This is so frustrating. Exactly. And it's hard to feel your best when you're not getting adequate rest. It really is. And so I really, my nutrition is pretty good. I'm also one of those people that I'm chronically vitamin D deficient. It's chronic. I, I have to take drops. And if I don't take my, if I miss, I take 5,000 IU a day. Of what? I'm sorry. If I miss that, huh? I'm, I miss what you take. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? 5,000. 5,000. 5,000 IU. Of what? Yeah. Of, vitamin D. Okay. I used to be on a prescription vitamin yeah, yeah. D. the same problem. Yeah. It's the same thing because I'm chronically low. And if I... Don't take it after two days. I can feel the whole dip. I don't sleep as well. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. It's my vitamin D and the magnesium are the two supplements that I absolutely will not live without. I do magnesium too and iron because I'm iron deficient. And I'll get these weird leg mm-hmm. ramps all the time. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> I have but, no problem with iron. Oh, it's a yeah. bear. It's a bear because you get terrible leg cramps. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it's in my bone. I can't, you can't stretch it out. There's nothing to do. I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, oh, I forgot to take my iron. And then I take it back to normal. It's so weird. But, you know. I had about three years where I was anemic and that was it. The rest of the time I've always been fine with that. But vitamin D, magnesium, yeah, 100% have to take them. Otherwise, I feel the stress levels go up. My heart rate goes crazy. And my waistline bigger. Interesting. So interesting. So let me ask you, so how do you work your practice? Can people set an appointment with you and discuss their symptoms 
or I know that you have a, a Facebook group, but how do people get in touch with you and how does your process work? I work only one-on-one. Okay. I don't, my group is just a, a fun thing just to keep people active, little week, weekly challenges. Like this month, we're doing a Christmas crunch thing and they laugh at me because I don't know how to count. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said, I, we're I, doing 20 crunches today and 20 crunches later. Ah, I get it. I'm the same way. Whenever I'm teaching and I'm counting backwards, I always get, I, I start counting forward again. So then they get extra. You're like, hey, that's a trick. Oh, no, that's just not going to count. You're fine. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, so what I do is I meet with them they, they for free the first initial time. Okay. It's a, a free little meet and greet. It's only about 15, 20 minutes just to get the feel of what the person is looking for because I'm a health psychologist. Right. And which means I'm non-clinical. I don't take insurance. I don't diagnose. If someone is coming and they have depression or something that is outside of my wheelhouse, I push them on to someone else who can give them medication or something like that. And I work solely with health behavior change and lifestyle changes within your lifestyle that are sustainable Okay. because okay. I'm not going to give you something that you can't stick with. And that is so important because honestly, you can lose weight and then it comes right back. If you're not doing it right, right back, if you're solely focused on the scale. Yeah, you can get results, but if you haven't changed your lifestyle and you haven't changed those habits, it is coming right back and probably with more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. So a lot of what we do is going to be cognitive behavior therapy motivational interviewing this is all stuff that for a while I worked in a doctor's office with the morbidly obese Mm -hmm. and these Mm -hmm. were people who had to lose 150 pounds 200 pounds or they were going to die 100 percent. that was where they were and so we did a lot of these changes and attitude changes and perception changes they didn't need to get down to 110 pounds. They, just they need needed to get under 200. Right. They needed to get to where they could carry their body. That was the goal. So where did you start with them? Did you start with just um, mindfulness? We started with trying to determine what the triggers were. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you eating? Because it's not about the food. It's right. never about the food. It's, yeah. It could be that they are just emotional eaters, or it could be that's not up to clean your plate. A lot of people, that's a problem. Yeah. I mean, I, I still feel guilty when I don't finish my food. Yeah. And, and they, the, other, the other thing is a lot of us don't understand, especially in America, because our portion sizes are so huge. And they're getting bigger. We don't understand what a portion is. So there's a lot of educating on this is a portion of meat. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And that's that's primarily what I do as a fitness chef. We talk about first, how to make healthy food delicious. And second, what, Mm -hmm. how much of things do we actually really need? When people see my, how much I actually eat, they're like, oh my gosh, that's so much food. 
But when you break it down, it's a lot of vegetables. It's a lot of probiotic foods and it's a healthy portion of protein about the size of your hand. And so when you right. look at it, like that's a different thing than eating a giant fast food burger. It's just a different, exactly. it's a different makeup. So I love that you work on that. I love that you work on the underlying causes and the habits that get you results. And so before, mm-hmm. before we end, I would love you to just share with me your email address, how people can get in touch with you, what your like, how they go about getting in touch with you, because I feel like it's really beneficial for people to work with somebody who's not focused just on one area of the problem and really can right. look at it holistically. So I would love to offer that. We go for the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. We go for the whole thing. My master's is in nutrition. And so it's all about what's going on. And nutrition drives me in crazy. every aspect and every aspect. Yeah. It drives me crazy yeah. when you look at so, and you see all these different people recommending all these crazy things in nutrition and it has, you, you, it's so confusing. Even to me who's certified in multiple nutrition, it one contradicts the other. And so mm-hmm. it's great when you have a master's in something and you really know your stuff because then people can trust what you're saying and not be confused. It's the science behind it, not the fluff. Yeah, I love it. There's a lot of fluff. Uh, yeah. And a lot of misinformation too. A lot of, you know, things that w- may work for a bodybuilder that isn't necessarily good for the everyday woman. And as we age, our, our nutritional needs are different. Oh, definitely. In my twenties, you could pretty much eat whatever and it would metabolize fairly quickly. And then every 10 years, it was like, it's a little less. And yeah, I get it. <laughs> Yeah. So there's a couple of ways people can get, I have my Facebook group, the thriving and menopause naturally. I'll I'll link that too. I have that. You can ping me through that. I do have my planners that are out on Amazon. Oh, I didn't know that. I'll definitely need to link that. I do. Yeah. And this is something that if somebody doesn't, they just wanted to have something at home. It's got weekly check-ins, menu planning, budget. So it's financial, mental, emotional, physical, the whole shebang. I love it. They can just go into Amazon, put my name in and they pop up. I'll be doing that. I like that. That's a great thing. Oh, yeah. I, I kept one for myself. I, you've and got then, a Facebook link for that too. So I can blast it out to Facebook too. Yeah. I actually put the little thing. Linktree has all my stuff okay. on it. I'll hunt it down. Yeah, I don't have a website open right now. That's okay. They never just work because yet. I haven't built it. Don't yeah, I, nobody ever goes. <laughs> they don't. Spend, it's a waste of money. I spent a lot of money, but, they, of money but that not worth it. Yeah, but they can shoot me an email at alignmentstudio at gmail Okay, perfect. As well. Yeah. All right. Awesome. I'll tell you what. Thank you so much for giving these ladies hope that there's that. It can change and for sharing your story and your experience, not too different from my own. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, hopefully you and I've known each other for a while, so we'll keep in touch, but I would love to have you come back and update us on how things are going. And if you haven't noticed, she's got some, uh, what do you call it? They're not really braces. What do you call that? No, these actually, they are braces, oh, but okay. they, Clients. they're braces and bars. I have bars across to reset. 
Ooh, that sounds so Because painful. the Invisalign just straightened your teeth. I needed to actually reset the whole bite. That sounds so painful. To get rid of the TMJ. So I had my wisdom teeth out, which caused all my teeth to shift. So my five years yeah. of braces, braces went to terrible, but I'm not yeah. enough to do it again. I'm like, eh, I'll just deal with it. I have never had braces. <gasps> it hurts. I never really cared about how the teeth looked. Yeah. But man, this woman hooked me up to all the electrodes and had me move my mouth around to figure out what muscles were using. And it was really amazing. And, so and there's not a lot of orthodontists that do that. Have you had that reduction mm -hmm. in migraines since you've had the appliance put on? I, yeah, actually I had a headache yesterday, but we had a storm come through and that was the first one in two weeks. It was crazy. I was going from, I had daily headaches and weekly migraines that I had to work through where you have that halo and the whooshing in the ears. Ugh, so awful. it's awful. It's absolutely awful. I have, um, and I had a frozen shoulder. So I went to a clinical massage therapist, like a sports massage therapist. And she worked on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. She asked about my jaw because she said I was very locked up into my neck. I'm like, well, I don't know. She goes, do you have TMJ? I'm like, I don't think so. But she did an intraoral massage where mm -hmm. they put a glove on and they put their fingers in your mouth and they actually massage your jaw holy cow i was like wow i didn't realize how much <laughs> tensions in there as you get all everything tightens up everything <laughs> like wow yeah no so, it, was, it was fascinating because she's like the the muscles across my temporal were never turning off she's that is always on and the jaw sits too far back which is bringing your head forward because your tongue is in your throat and you can't breathe wow so that causes the back of the head to get very tight and the back of the neck to get very tight. So now I've got it coming from both ends. And she's going, that's never turning off because of the way this all sits. Oh, and I was like, and that was, it was again, back to something I've been suffering with for years and was so, you're too young from TMJ. Yeah. Okay. You don't have TMJ, your teeth are straight. I've had you, that's again, you have to be your own best advocate. You have to research, find the people that will actually know what's going on. It'll right. move your life ahead so much better. That's why I think like coaching is so important and finding people that really know their stuff. Like I've, I've started going to a functional medicine doctor who really looks at mm -hmm. the underlying causes of what's happening, not just, oh, here's a pill because I don't trust that anymore. That has failed me. It failed my parents. And that's why I went through this whole death experience with both my parents. It was awful. They were both misdiagnosed. Yeah. And for a long time, my mom was being treated for Lyme disease and she had ALS. And mm -hmm. so she didn't yeah. have any treatment for a long time. She could barely swallow. You have to be your own best advocate. You just need to, you, you need really, to find really do. Yeah. I'm probably You really do. And that is one thing that I teach women what questions should you be asking? What is normal? What is not normal? Because we should be entering the best third of our lives. We don't have to worry about having a cycle anymore. Right. Oh, I we was don't have, our, our kids are grown. If we were in an unhappy marriage, we've gotten rid of the unhappy marriage. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're transitioning 
a lot of us are transitioning out of a job right or getting ready right. to so we should be stepping into the best third of our lives we should be enjoying ourselves yes I not suffering love that message yes 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 all right here's our plan you're gonna come back how long are these on for 18 months you said 18 months okay so we're gonna go halfway yes. gonna come back and let us know how it's going how the headaches are going what's changed because I'm always interested on how mm -hmm. what because there's probably a lot of other women out there that are suffering with migraines thinking that it's hormonal changes completely normal and probably never thought about it being TMJ never I would never think that. So yeah, there's thank you for so sharing. much. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that it's important to disconnect. Sometimes when our mm -hmm. bodies are telling us something, we don't listen. And I love the message of how you just disconnected. And I am going to tell my friend that. So I appreciate your candid candidness with all of us. I think in our society as women, we are told not to listen to ourselves. To our intuition yeah. and a lot of the pain the inflammation everything that we have is our intuition trying to tell us to step back yes and you're right we are told to just march on and mm -hmm. you know what that needs to stop we need to really pay attention because how many of us are the head of our household? Moms, grandmas, we're, we have important roles and we need to take care of ourselves. And as I always say, we're here for our 90-year-old selves, not for where we are today, but so that we're functional right. in our old age and we can enjoy the journey. So thank all right. you. All right, and we're, we're all Gen X people now. We're all the Gen Xers who were taught, brush it off, yep. push through. And that's not what we taught our kids. Yeah. So why are we still doing it ourselves? Yeah, it's time for us to change. Exactly. All right. Listen, my friends, get a hold of uh, Dr. Victoria so she can help you. And we will keep in touch. And I will make sure to pass out all the information on you so people can get in contact. And I really thank you for blessing us and being here today. And my friends, if this has been a helpful podcast for you, I would really appreciate it if you take some time and give us a rating and leave us a review. And if you have any questions, please reach out to either one of us and we will get back to you.